Hello, everyone. We are back. WestCon is opening for business with students on campus and professors in the classrooms. Pete Puccio and I are back in the basement of Whitehall in a makeshift uh, broadcast booth. How does it feel, Pete? It's a little weird. The last couple of weeks have been strange. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're back, but we're not back. I mean, what are we at? 35% online. Is that right? 35% in person. In person. Yeah. yeah, 35% in person. Yeah. So, so far, I know, you know the kids are moving in. Kids, excuse me. The students Thank you. are moving in this weekend. Um, so it's still really quiet on campus, but this is kind of the last of the... Yeah, the last of the silence. So pretty soon, so. Uh, students will be coming back and annoying you, and professors will be back and asking crazy questions. Right? How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're, we're, on, we're really we're looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's going to be nice to have human beings back on campus. It's been pretty desolate for the last you six, know, six months. months. Yeah. So um, the lawns are really nice. Oh yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Parking's yeah. great. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> That's all going to change, you know, for a while anyway. As our listeners may have heard, we took a three-week pause in our regularly scheduled start date to make sure that a spike in coronavirus in Danbury didn't affect our operations here on campus. We told students to stay home, and we moved all our classes to online only. But now, students will move back into the residence halls on Saturday and Sunday, and any courses that call for in-person teaching will begin next week. It's like that commercial, Pete. Got WestCon? Yes, yes we, we do. do. Yeah. We're back. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and this is At WCSU, the podcast that tells you everything that goes on at Western Connecticut State University. Now, a lot of us are going to continue to work at home, right, Pete? Yeah. You're all set up in your guest bedroom, and you can lock the kids out. Yeah, right. And I've been <laughs> tuning in from the room that we euphemistically call our den, which is what you, how you describe the room filled with junk. <laughs> and as we said, about 20, 30 to 40% of our classes will have an in-person component, though. Uh, that includes all the biology and chemistry labs, which are held in the science building, where there's 100% replacement of air all the time. So that makes it better uh, to get any germs out of the air. And of course, everyone will still be wearing masks and socially distancing among the pipettes there. It takes, you want to stand about eight pipettes worth of distance between each other. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the others, a lot of the other classes are a hybrid mix of in-person and online. And of course, we have the 100% online courses too. Conspar comparatively speaking, though, we are a lot stronger than other colleges and universities that have gone exclusively online, like, say, Yale. Once again, yep. yeah, pr proving our superiority. Well, sure. So Yale, bite me. <laughs> That's official. Yeah. <laughs> I speak for the university. Based on our podcast conversations, one might think that everything went smoothly over the past few weeks and months as we prepared for the reopening, but you'd be wrong. We did a lot of planning and preparation and thumb-sucking <laughs> all summer, at least two meetings every week. That's two every week, and I was in all of them. 
Our president, Dr. John B. Clark, and our provost, Dr. Missy Alexander, led the vice presidents and a few of us lesser beings. And by the time the semester came around, we were in good shape. We had plan A, plan B, and plan F. And you know what that stands for. During the summer, we worked with the state and local health districts, and we had the O'Neill Center all set up as an overflow hospital, for example. We were helping out the community. The state even had a refrigeration truck out there ready to store bodies if things went really south and the morgues overflowed. Wow, really? I'm not wow. kidding. Yeah. They never had to use it, though, happily. So we just stored our lunches in there <laughs> instead. So I think we're all ready, Pete. We're still going to be wearing our face masks, and you'll be in trouble if you're caught maskless or throwing a party with lots of people over on Chestnut Street. Uh, Pete, maybe we should have Charlie Alexander in to talk about the torture chamber that he has set up for students who go maskless. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, for listeners, he's the guy who interrogates you when you violate the code of student conduct. I'm sure he'd be thrilled with that description. Yeah. He hands out the punishment. He likes that, too. He doesn't come out in sunlight, though, so we'd have to do the pod recording at night. Are you okay with that, Pete? Oh, sure. Yeah. Got to accommodate. Yeah. That'll be a fun uh, interview. And, uh, you know, the podcast at WCSU is going to continue all semester long, bringing you updates with the highs and lows, all the accomplishments our students have uh, done and all the accomplishments of our professors and, um, you know, any emergencies. We have, our sh have had our share of emergency podcasts, and those will continue as needed. I might even come into campus for that because our new uh, broadcast uh, uh, room is being set up, right? Our new recording room? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> I'll be in when that's ready. Yeah, you're in, the, in our conference room that's going to be, uh, you know, um, I'm going to have to edit this, but... <laughs> Where the equipment that, that gets checked in and out will be, it's kind of the, the quarantine zone for that. So there's a safe place for people to exchange equipment. And so right now that's filled with junk. And then the junk's going to go somewhere else. And new junk will be brought in. And then eventually we'll get the studio set up. Yeah, so that'll be nice. At that point, uh, yeah, no more scratchy phone calls, no more WebEx audio. It'll all be real human beings again. Yeah, that's good. And uh, Pete right now is sitting in the hallway. We have the door closed between us, so we can do this uh, with, I don't know, less noise interference or less. Uh, we can both do it without our masks on. And uh, But that's the kind of thing we do for our podcast <laughs> listeners. The sacrifices we have to make. I know. We're you know? heroes. <laughs> My wife, the COVID unit nurse, would beg to differ with us being heroes i think at least we mentioned her though <laughs> it's true we're sharing the glory yeah i see there's a lot of uh what are those statuettes up in this room too that look like awards or something oh, yeah, that, various awards that you got yeah no not me personally oh. the department over the years really yeah huh you guys never uh, brag about that yeah that's why we're an award-winning podcast exactly. i guess exactly <laughs> or award-winning adjacent yeah, that's, I guess, <laughs> what we are, yeah. <laughs> So what else should we talk about, Pete? I don't know, moving in. I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, so ha the spike in town is... Has leveled off. Okay, good. 
I mean, I assume it was, or they wouldn't have yeah. <laughs> let us come back in, but <laughs> I hadn't seen any official announcements or anything. So. Yeah, the mayor's been on his 5 o'clock Facebook Live thing, and he said it leveled off. Also, of course, we're in constant touch with the health department at the state and city level and the Board of Regents of the Connecticut State Colleges and Universities. We want to give them a shout-out because they're our bosses, and they've all been very helpful to us. And... Um, uh, what else should I say about them? Oh, yeah, well, we've been talking about the, talking to them, and they've given us guidance. Danbury apparently is still at like 5% uh, ratio of COVID, new COVID cases, and the rest of the state is under 1%. So we're elevated, but uh, they aren't growing. So this seems to be under control and will um, go down soon. And if we didn't open pretty soon here, we were going to be Yale-like, and that wouldn't have been good. Yeah, nobody wants to be like Yale. No, no. So they do have a mascot, though. We don't really have a mascot yet. Yeah, is there any updates on that, or it's just in progress? And It's in progress. The mascot committee is meeting. There haven't been any fist fights yet. I don't know what they're considering. They keep it secret. Um, but they continue to meet. I think they've had met at least four times. That's be four times before uh, the semester even starts. And students are involved or leading it, actually. And administrators are involved with them to, for support. And um, that'll be a big podcast when we uh, get that news. Yeah. And people we'll are very passionate it. about that on both sides. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Hopefully we won't be the Bulldogs because that's Yale. <laughs> you and Yale. What did Yale do to you, Paul? Well, for one thing, they didn't admit me. Ooh. Their loss. Yes, right? that's right. <laughs> Have you heard any of their podcasts? They're very bad. I haven't. They're bad, and ours is much better. So that is their loss. You're right. <laughs> I hope people don't do not go and listen to Yale's podcast now. <laughs> that was not a recommendation. Oops. Uh-oh. Hey, it's our friend J.C. Barone. <laughs> J.C. Barone is the communications professor who is going, communication, no S professor, who is going to uh, host a, uh, what do they call it? A debate between Johanna Hayes, who's the Democratic uh, incumbent for the 5th District House of Representatives, U.S. Congresswoman, against her Republican opponent, whose name I don't remember right now. We'll, we'll dub that in later. And... Um, that's October 5th at 5 o'clock here on Westcon's campus, Midtown campus in the student theater, probably. Attendance will be severely limited, though. It is being live streamed, correct? That is okay. correct. So you can't don't probably come your here better in person. bet. Don't come here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it'll be live streamed, and we'll put all that information out pretty soon, too. So you can listen to the, I think it's the first debate between these candidates, just be, you know, a month before the election. Cool. Yeah. So we're still doing stuff here at Westcon, even though we're severely restricted. Yeah. So are we going to have a new uh, Barbara slash Chantel this semester? Yes, we are. I'm trying to uh, track this person down. I believe it will be a male this year. And uh, I'm working with Daryl Dennis, who, but he uh, hasn't been on campus regularly, and I didn't want to disturb him. But I'm going to get another student co-host, and it'll be fun. Cool. Yeah. That's kind of like the highlight of the podcast, right? Not yeah. listening to me, but having student perspective, uh, which is very rare in 
college podcasts. Yeah. I think it'd be fun, too, if we um, do kind of a man-on-the-street thing. And obviously, mm. I'm volunteering you for this. Yes. But I think it'd be fun to just grab people on campus every now and again and check in and see how things are going. That's a great idea. With the uh, COVID and the whatnot. Yeah. So That's perfect. We'll try to make that a regular thing, too. Okay. Good. And we'll make the, sure the machine works. Or I know how to run the machine. Is that it? <laughs> so, that's a good update, right, Pete? No, oh, sure. What else do we have? You know, yeah. come back and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, everybody we're just blow hold the on lid tight. Off this place. <laughs> Starting next week. Cool. Yeah. So, I'm Paul Steinmetz with Pete Puccio. This is at WCSU. See you next week. <laughs>